What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, movie fans? Here we are again, back on Two Cents on Movies, here on Anchor. And I am Chaz, your host, and I am back here again to talk about The Lost City of Z. And now this is going to be kind of more my in-depth thoughts about the film. I've had a day to kind of reflect on it, you know, let it sink in a little bit so I can actually, you know, give a more in-depth review rather than just a knee-jerk reaction. So first off here, let's talk about some of the performances in the film. First off, like I said before, Charlie Hunnam, I think, gives a real tour de force performance here in this film. And he's, he's so much better than anything I've ever seen him in before. I mean, I think the best thing I've seen in him before this was like Pacific Rim, and he didn't really have to do anything in Pacific Rim other than stand in a room with CGI shit around him and just act like he was controlling a robot. But, man, the stuff Charlie Hunnam goes through in this film, I mean, his character is just some harsh stuff, some pretty, some pretty, uh, you know, gnarly things, and Hunnam sells it, and he carries this movie, honestly, and he's just great, and he really embodies his character. Uh, there's some the stories about what Hunnam did to get into character for this film, he kind of, you know, went away to the jungle for a little bit and kind of tried to you get that feeling of what it would be like to just lose yourself into the jungle and its mysteriousness. And you can really buy into that. And over the span of this man's uh, life, Percy Fawcett, his character, uh, Hunnam really does embody this man at all different points in his life. And you can see the arc that Hunnam goes through in this film. It's a, it's a, it's a movie that takes place over a, a long period of time. And Hunnam really does display the changes and the thought processes that this character goes through. Now, moving on down the cast here, Robert Pattinson delivers a great uh, supporting performance here as uh, Charlie Hunnam's uh, Percy Fawcett, his, uh, his, his friend and his colleague in this film that goes along with him on these, these adventures. And, he does a, and Pattinson really does do a great job in this performance as well. Best thing I've seen him in. Sienna Miller plays uh, Percy Fawcett's wife in the film. She's displayed very strongly. She, she doesn't really have much to do, but a woman at the time would not have. But the character is displayed strong and very proud, a very independent woman. It's, it's a great sight to see in this film that she is displayed rather respectfully and really wants to go along with uh, Percy Fawcett in his adventures and doesn't want to be just stuck at home all the time. She feels like she should be there with her husband. And that really does, her, her uh, thought processes really do spark some of the movie's uh, deeper themes that touch on you know the place of, of women in society in the early 20th century. That's where that uh, theme comes into play when her character is in conflict with, with the, the, the society around her. And then last, Tom Holland plays uh, Percy Fawcett's son when he grows older into a young teenager. And Tom Holland uh, does do a great job in the limited screen time that he does have. Uh, he, he reminds us that, yeah, he's Spider-Man, but he isn't actually a, a talented actor, and he is good at what he does. I mentioned in my earlier segment about this film that the, it, the, it feels out of its time. It feels like a film that just isn't made anymore. And I mean that because it's it's a cerebral adventure. It's it's a it's a movie that that stretches beyond just the the adventure aspect. It delves into questions that you don't expect it to. 
and it takes its time with its story. It doesn't, it's not, it's not an upbeat movie. It's not rapid pace, you know, but that's not a bad thing. It, it builds and builds after each scene. So I would not go into this film anticipating just an adventure romp like Raiders of the Lost Ark, like I said before. This movie draws you in with its mystery and it really asks you to stick around to believe in what uh, Percy Fawcett believes in. And I think that it, it, really, it really is leaps and bounds above just the common you know, adventure film nowadays because it, it, it strives to be much more than that and I think it does stick its landing most of the time. And this film contains a scene that I think might be my favorite scene in a movie so far this year. If not my favorite, definitely in the top five. So those were kind of my finishing thoughts on The Lost City of Z. I hope you guys check this thing out. It comes to my highest recommendation. Give it like a 95. So again, this is Chaz for Two Cents on Movies. Thank you for listening. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, movie fans? This is Chaz for Two Cents on Movies here on Anchor. And it is about midnight here in Indiana where I am at. And a very special segment for you guys here uh, this morning, I guess. Um, this is going to be an immediate reaction, a knee-jerk reaction to a film that I just watched that may well be in my top five uh, movies of 2017. This, the movie that I just watched was, it was astounding. And I'm talking about a film called The Lost City of Z. Now this is why I really do love Anchor so much, is because I can give you guys like an immediate reaction to something after I just watched it. And obviously I'm gonna have to let it, you know, marinate for a little bit and think about it, but just immediately after watching this film, I, I was I was floored. This this movie is something that I think everybody needs to watch. Is it my favorite movie of the year? I don't think so. I think it's definitely in my top five right now. But I'll definitely have to think about it and just figure out where exactly in that it uh, sits. But I'll give you guys a brief, you know, little synopsis here because I don't think a lot of you probably have heard of it. And if you have, you're probably a little confused by it because it's a weird title, that kind of stuff. But it's based on the life and the travels of a Percy Fawcett. And this man was a military officer in the British military kind of before and like during World War One time. <laughs> so this is this is the second movie of the year taking place during World War One that I loved, which is interesting. But early in the film he kind of gets sent on a expedition by the British government to uh, kind of explore Bolivia and uh, parts of South America. And he believes he finds some stuff that may uh, hint towards some uh, uh, some sites of uh, archaeological significance, and he becomes like you know not obsessed but impassioned with finding anything that he can out about this area and finding just any more you know archaeological finds in Bolivia, so he wants to go back and that kind of stuff, and I don't really want to tell you much more because it's it's truly just a film that I didn't know the full story of, I just kind of knew that, that he was kind of obsessed with, not obsessed, but impassioned with finding this, this archaeological site in Bolivia, and then the story just kind of unravels from there, and 
just the fact that this is based on a true story and I have yet to look up, you know, how factual it is because I am a history guy, so I'm kind of curious about that kind of stuff. I usually do that after I see movies that are based on true stories. I like to figure out how, how much they stuck to the story and how much they kind of fabricated and that kind of stuff, but it, it seems like they couldn't have made up much and, man, this, this thing was just a... It was an adventure, and it, it feels like something that isn't really made anymore. I love movies like that. I love movies that feel out of their time and feel like they could have come out 30 years ago. But, because, you know, I feel like that was the golden age of cinema, the 70s and the, the 80s, specifically. And I feel like this, this film, it's not like a, a Raiders of the Lost Ark adventure film. It's more cerebral. And not, it's not, I'm not saying that it's slow. I'm saying that it, it touches on a lot of themes that I wasn't expecting it to, you know? I don't really want to say which... It, it touches on themes of the era, you know? How people would view the, uh, the natives of the region and just society, hierarchical uh, society, you know, that kind of stuff. And even more that I really don't even want to delve into because I feel like we just talk too much about it. But it it is a real cerebral film, and I feel like it definitely needs to be seen by a wider audience. The acting in this film is just phenomenal. Charlie Hunnam leads this thing, and he carries it. He has to play a soldier, an officer, a dad, a husband, and he does it well, and uh, and a surprise uh, performance by Tom Holland, our new Spider-Man, uh, plays one of Charlie Hunnam's sons. So and, uh, Tom Holland really does uh, stretch his chops too. He does a, he does a great job as well. So I know this has kind of been a rambling five minutes, but I just had a special experience watching this movie with my dad, and I just kind of wanted to share it with you guys. I'll probably post more condensed thoughts about this movie tomorrow. But again, this has been Chaz for Two Cents on Movies. Thanks for listening.